Recount Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website, arenaeats.app, that's arenaeats.app, for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order? Vodka, whiskey, beer, tequila, more beer, more vodka, more whiskey, and more beer. That's right, I'm a Paul Heyman guy. Stupid idiots. I did it for the rock. I did it for the people. Three ain't enough, now I need five. Welcome in, Jim. I'm an idiot. Ryan. I'm a sausage guy. Matt. Who gives a shit? Tim. Right on the cock. And intern Mark. Hi, boys. I don't steal opportunities. I am the opportunity. Welcome, everyone. Three Count Thursday. We are live April the 15th, 2021. And we are still the podcast of the millennium. We're glad that you can join us. And if you are joining us live, please give us a like and a share. We'd appreciate getting as many people in here on the live video as possible. As always, you can go to threecountthursday.com. That's our homepage. You'll find all of our social media, our merchandise over at whatamaneuver.net. What a maneuver. Thank you, Tim. We also have our Patreon page, patreon.com slash threecountthursday. Our collar and elbow brand deal store dot collar and elbow brand.com. Use promo code three count. For 10% off each and every order, uh, you can go to our home network, NGSC Sports, at NGSCSports.com. Our secondary home, of course, the Leib Sports and Music Network, L-E-E-I-B Sports.com. Ryan, sorry I stole your gig. I, j- I got in the zone. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ryan. Whoa. I'm sorry. I got in the zone. Whoa. Ryan. Okay. Our secondary home, our secondary home, the Leib Sports and Music Network, that would be... No, I'm not going to say it again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I started off. I started off bad today. It's my bad. Oh, Slap I, yourself on I, the back of the hand, you bad boy. I, I angered Ryan. I, ang- I angered Ryan Shame. to start the show. My bad. That's my fault. I am sorry. Got in his own new intro, new graphics. I, I'm just. I got all excited. I got all hopped up. My bad. I'm sorry, Ryan. I'm sorry. I'm not. I don't want to start with you, Matt. How you doing? I'm doing all right tonight. We switched it up. We're off of tea for a little bit. So this is a uh, mango, banana, avocado, and kale smoothie. Um, otherwise, I'm doing well. And since we're stealing things from Ryan, Shane McMahon. <laughs> the best in the world! <laughs> 
shit. Um, in, intern Mark? How you doing? Hi, boys. I'm doing real good. Oh, hi, real Mark. Real good. Real good. It's great to see everybody. And uh, Ryan, I'm sorry you're upset. Look at him. <laughs> uh, uh, Tim? How you doing? I'm good. I'm I'm half vaccinated. I'm ready to go. Nice. I'm ready to go and meet all my friends in the streets and open mouth kiss every single one of y'all once I'm done with this. May 15th, watch your mouths. I'm coming in. <laughs> Come in my face. Um, well, uh, Ryan? How you doing? Tim, Tim brought it back for me a little okay, bit. Okay, good. Uh, that's exciting. Uh, happy first Vax Day. That's, uh, that's great. Uh, this Saturday marks the two weeks post my second shot. Nice. So I'm ready. So you I'm ready, Matt. So you'll be able to open mouth Let's... kiss people. Matt, you're you're fully you're fully on, right? You're fully good. Fully on. I've been mouth kissing everyone I see for two months now. It's a shame I haven't seen you in a bit. <laughs> the way to be. I guess. Uh I get my second on the twenty seventh of uh of this month, so I'm almost there. Uh and and intern Mark. Uh, what's your vaccination status? If you don't mind uh, us asking. Oh, I don't mind asking. I, the HIPAA laws mean nothing to me. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I'm vaccinated against the uh, smallpox, but I haven't gotten uh, the vaccine against uh, the big old nasty coronavirus yet. Not yet. Okay. I would rather these older folks and people in need get it, but my time's coming up. Man, I think they're I good. Told. I think I think PA's fully open now, Mark. You can get in line now. I can sign up. You can sign up now. My uh, my Pretty daughter much. was giving them out the other day. I'll see if she can bring a dose or two home for me and just do it in house. There that's you go. I think, that, I, I think that no, I think that's how it's worked. It works, nope. right? Snap. That happen. This is not. You cannot get the super box of COVID shots. <laughs> okay, well. you gotta go and actually get it. Now it's free. It's free, but you. Can't it's the just best like, price in the whole world. Yeah, free, free. is for me. There was a when I was down there at Green and Rockland Street in Lancaster City for my crossing guard shift the other morning, Fast Eddie was handing them out too. Uh, Can't I, do that. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't. I mean, it may not have been the COVID vaccine, but uh, maybe the, it was. Uh, maybe it was. I don't know. I didn't see it. Uh, he said he'd take a prescription even if it was written in graffiti. <laughs> so I think it was real. Jesus Christ! I don't know how much I trust my street pharmacists named Fast Eddie. Fast day, especially in Green and Rockland Street, Lancaster City. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you can get get in line, Mark. I'm telling you, it's the it's the, the it's uh, all the cool kids are doing it. Um, you can you can do it now. I'm pretty sure, like a lot of the old the old people have gotten it, or they've at least had the option. Um, so if they've missed out, you know, it's your turn. Well, it's it's on them. That is on them. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure they have a Corona vaccine whoopie pie at Miriam's at this point too. So. You know what? I'm going to suggest that to Vernon uh, next Tuesday. You d- Actually, I can text him after the show. I have his number. There you go. Text, yeah. We text. Well, I mean, he has to prepare them before Tuesday. Oh, uh, he's got Adam ready. Plot twist: They don't wear the masks very often. You actually just get the Rona <laughs> and, and, and get your antibodies that way. That's no, not a not that's not wrong. a joke. That's the dead truth. Well, yeah, well, that, that is the dead truth. That, that's, that, the, that's the truth. But uh, 
Yeah, it's obviously uh, it's it's been a uh, wild week. Let's uh, let's. Dude, I can't wait to get sidetracked and talk about fast food because there's not much happening in professional wrestling this week. <laughs> no, no, today, yeah, nothing, nothing's going on. Nothing's going on at all. I'm in like a month that the five of us have been here, right? Yeah, it's been a little. It's been a little bit. Well, that's weird. It's definitely been How's a little everybody bit. Everybody been. Since we've, since we've been all we been all together. survived WrestleMania week. Unfortunately, there's some people who didn't, but Oof. we'll get to that later. Oof. Yeah, let's uh, <laughs> let's go to the let's go to the weekly segment. Later on, we'll talk about a new weekly segment. Uh, but there's some other things. But uh, let's get right into it. Of course, we're looking at April the 15th in pro wrestling history. Well, if we're not live next year on April 15th, because we'd have something else to cover. But again, we'll get to that. Uh, we go back to 1973. No birthdays today. But in 1973, after 20 years in operation, the Japan Pro Wrestling Alliance closes. The JWA's top stars, Giant Baba and Antonio Inoki, uh, had left and formed their own promotions. Baba founded All Japan Pro Wrestling. Inoki founded New Japan Pro Wrestling. On this day. 1993, WCW held its first ever event in New York City at the Paramount Theater at Madison Square Garden. The main event of the show was Sting defeating WCW World Heavyweight Champion Big Van Vader by DQ. Of course, Vader uh, retained the title. 1997, the Monday Night War continued with Monday Nitro winning the week over WWF Raw is War 3.5 to 2.2 in the ratings. Uh, Raw aired pre-taped content from both Fort Wayne, Indiana and Johannesburg, South Africa. Uh, main evented by Ahmed Johnson defeating Crush. Uh, Nitro was live from the Spectrum in Philadelphia, their first ever event at the Spectrum. And was main evented by Lex Luger defeating WCW World Tag Team Champion Kevin Nash by disqualification. On this day. 2002, the WWF Hardcore title changes hands four times. Uh, at a house show in Abilene, Texas, William Regal won the title from Bubba Ray Dudley, ending Bubba Ray's fifth reign, beginning Regal's sixth. Spike Dudley began his fifth reign by defeating Regal. Spike then lost the title to Goldust, which was uh, Goldust's seventh title win. Uh, Bubba Ray then won the title back, beating Goldust, beginning his seventh reign. This was the fifth straight house show uh, that the same sequence of title changes occurred. On this day. In 2013, thanks to a push from UK fans, Fandango's theme ended up number 44 on the UK charts this week. Uh, it was only 239 sales away from breaking the top 40. Uh, the placement at number 44 would make Fandango's theme the first WWE song since Hacksaw Duggan's single on WWF Slam Jam album in 1994 to hit the UK charts. Wow. Yeah. Fucking wow. wild over there in the UK. <laughs> Hacksaw Jim Duggan's song was something about the USA, and it made the charts in the UK. Isn't that nuts? That nuts. <laughs> Absolutely nuts. But those, the events that occurred on this day, April the fifteenth in pro wrestling history. I'll be damned. I'll be damned. I'll be darned. Uh, and darned as well. Um. So today, not not the best of days. Um. You know, in the in the WWE, no good way to uh to you know to to bring this up but um i think it's up to is it 10 or 11 uh re talents released today um billy k mickey james chelsea green peyton royce samoa joe bo dallas tucker 
Kalisto, Mojo Raleigh, and Wesley Blake. Uh, as of uh, you know, I checked a little bit here before we uh, before we went on the air. Um, one year to the day after the big uh, talent releases last year. Um, you know, look, look, looking over this list, um, I feel like there's three that that really stand out to me as surprising. I think most surprising to me probably Samoa Joe. Um, but you know, let's go around the room. Anybody want to kick off thoughts on on the day and um the, those that got released? The day the day sucks. Not a single one of these surprised me, though. Um, Mojo, I wouldn't be shocked to like see. Maybe he's not cleared for in-ring. Um, and feels like he could get cleared somewhere else to wrestle. Um, if he's not going to be commentating on Raw, you don't put him on SmackDown, then that, well, that doesn't surprise me. Uh, they broke up the Iconics to then release them. That's a poor booking decision, but them separate doesn't surprise me. Chelsea Green, bitten by the bad timing injury bug, doesn't surprise me. Bo Dallas doesn't surprise me. Wesley Blake didn't even know he was still in the WWE. Haven't heard from him since Murphy. Right. Nope. Nope. He was in the Lost Prophets or the Sons or whatever they were called. Oh, the that, yeah, that's right. Totally for, even forgot, forgot about the them. Lost Prophet. That's a band, I think. Matt, yeah. your wife would probably know about that. <laughs> and I think that's her style of music. Probably. That sounds Goodbye. right. I mean, yeah, Tucker, he was like the lesser of the two heavy machineries. Nothing nothing surprising yeah. here. Yeah, I mean, Bo Dallas, I saw I, I saw a stat, uh, somebody had posted a Bo Dallas' last match that he was on on TV was in November of 2019. I think in one of the, at one of the Saudi shows. It was the last time he was like on uh, WWE TV. Um Matt, Mark, Tim, and any any thoughts? I know Tim's going to tee off on this one, so I will just say that the Iconics deserve better, um, especially if you have a women's tag team division um, to split up one of your only legitimate tag teams and then release them doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, Joe is unfortunate, um, but... You know, I, I think it's kind of along what Ryan said, possibly not cleared, but can get in a program somewhere else and not just do commentary. Because I thought he was good at it, but he didn't really seem like thrilled about doing it. Um, Mojo, I sorry. <laughs> um, but um, Bo Dallas, I, I think they, they had an opportunity to do some stuff with him recently, especially with everything going on with The Fiend. Um so that seems like a whiff, but if they didn't use him, then it doesn't make sense that they're going to use him moving forward. So, um, and I think I read somewhere he owns like a farm and is really into that now anyway. So, I mean, you can just kind of retire and live on a farm at the age of 32. Then you did life right, in my opinion. And he's in a relationship with Liv Morgan, correct? Bo Dallas? Yes. So he's 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 winning. He still wins. He'll be fine. <laughs> um yeah, I mean, yeah, looking at it like, you know, you break up the iconics and then like Chelsea Green and Mickey James, I thought cuz they've worked as a team, I believe, right? Not in WWE, but 
elsewhere. They were, they were just now starting to like get their own storyline going through like stalking Mickey James, kind of like Mickey James did with Trish Stratus on social media. Something that they themselves can control, and it just I don't think ever gained any traction. Yeah, and I mean, um, like William says here, like Chelsea Green had just resigned, so it, it's it's a little odd, but. Um, something I, I, I mean, I don't know if we'll ever truly find out is if any of the, the releases today are people who have asked, um, for their release as well. And, and we're actually granted today. Um, you know, that, you know, if we ever find not that it necessarily makes it that much better or what have you, but, um, would be something that would be interested, uh, to know. Um, Charlie here says Joe is the biggest surprise. He said he was kind of surprised with Mickey thought they were moving her, uh, to NXT. Um, well, cause she was doing some of like the pre-show stuff, I think down there, but I, I didn't know if she was headed down there at all or not. Um, Mark, Tim. Well, I'll tell you what it was. Uh, the dog going shame game, but he lose the job, but I think every one of them will be just fine. Um, uh, Samoa Joe, I, he was probably the only one that surprised me. I really enjoyed him in NXT, but on the main roster, he just, they didn't, I don't know. I don't know if they necessarily gave him, I guess he did have that match with Lesnar. Didn't he have that great balls of fire? Yeah, that's right. Pay-per-view. That's right. So they did at one point, they got behind him, but, and the iconic, that's a shame. But when they broke him up, that was the end of that. I don't understand why they'd break up like Matt said, a legitimate tag team in the women's division. And have them do nothing. Yet they're putting Natalia and uh, Tamina together, and just other just makes no sense. But yeah, it, uh, yeah, they, I'm excited to see where they all end up because every one of them is going to be just fine. Yeah, I think so. And you know, if it, I I think that you know everybody if they want to continue their wrestling career, I mean, there there's obviously places to land uh, as well. Um, Tim, thoughts. Um, I do have some thoughts. Um, you know, it, it kind of goes hand in hand to see how kind of this is all working together because at the same time that we're seeing this news about some people who probably, I wouldn't, I deserve isn't the right word, but people who probably WWE should have cut bait from a while ago and people who have so much meat left on the bone and you second that with news that AEW did a 1.2 uninterrupted by itself and got the demo. Yeah. I don't understand how WWE could look at Joe, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Mickey James and to me, the lost one out of all of this is Kalisto. Nobody's really talking about Kalisto being in this cut, too. And Kalisto's in the best shape of his life. He looks like a million bucks. He's a lucha star that knows how to work a TV style. Very he, dangerous. And he brings with him relative name recognition from the indies before coming i mean yeah, that's a great point tim and so like we have all of that so you're freeing up a guy who's got a ton of experience indies tv he's worked all over the world 
He knows how to do commentary now. And he probably has one like good two, three year run left in him, especially with a one day a week schedule. He's 34. You Samoa Joe? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Samoa Joe. I'm I thought you were still on Kalisto. No, no, no. I've moved from Kalisto to like the big barter. Yeah, copy that. Joe, who's got like two or three more years going once a week. Mickey James, who at one point in time was the best women's wrestler in the WWE. And you let her go with the opportunity to develop the worst women's division in wrestling. You're just going to let Mickey James go and give her the opportunity to go to AEW and teach all of them. You partner her up with Serena Deeb. That's two people right there. That's like almost 40 years of experience, right? 30, 40 years of experience. And then on top of it all, you let Billy Kay and Peyton Royce go. When they let Billy Kay go, I was pissed. I was I was so mad. And then I saw they let Peyton go. And I went from being extremely pissed to being the happiest clam I've ever been in my entire life. They're going to be reunited. Right. It's almost a guarantee they're going to AEW. Right. I mean, I, I tweeted shortly after... Bullshit. Shortly after the 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 news of of Peyton's release, I'm like, so what are they going to be called in AEW? And like, it, it's not like the standard. Like everybody's going like, oh, you see, AEW should sign. AEW should sign. Like, you know, Spears is there. I mean, th- those two as a team are fantastic. As a pairing, are fantastic. So it it it's to sound cliche makes the most sense for them to end up there. Well, the one is with Sean Spears, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Peyton Royce. Peyton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it, go ahead, Mark. Be, uh, I was going to say, wouldn't it be great if uh, Peyton and Billy Kay went to AEW and they got to form a women's tag team division with the uh, actual tag team belts? Right. Be the first. <laughs> that that would really be incredible. That is a possibility. I can see that happening. Yeah, to me, I mean that 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 is the thing that that is is most baffling about it is is you have, um, I mean I I was kind of surprised to see Samoa Joe gone because you know you switch up the raw commentary team in the release you you put that Joe is still is is like still part of the talent roster so you you know the thought there is like okay so I guess he's probably going to be returning to the ring soon and maybe it's a situation of. You know the WWE doctors weren't 100 uh, percent comfortable with you know clearing him, and he was like, "Look, I want to wrestle. If you're not going to wrestle me, you're gonna, not going to let me wrestle. Then cut me loose." And and maybe that's what they did. Um, but like you have, you know, you have a a, a a women's tag division that is just a mess at best, a mess right now. And and you're gonna let one bona fide tag team go. You're gonna let another one that could have possibly been a team go. Um, you know, for me, I, I I look at I look at the whole situation. Um, and 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 I'm like, 
similar to what I said a year ago. Like it, it, it's 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 business. You know, it's it's a dirty side of business, but it's business, and it and it happens annually. Sometimes, you know, multiple times a year. Not just in WWE. I mean, in in corporate America, it's something that occurs. You know, I I don't want to ever see anybody lose their job. Like that's that's the without shitty without a doubt shitty part about it. But like that that's what it is. If if the, if they're not going to make money for the WWE and WWE doesn't see them as somebody that that they're going to make money with them over the course of their deal, then th- this is what's going to happen. Yeah, Tim. Uh so Jason in the chat, by the way, if you guys are listening to us on demand on the podcast version, the the downloadable version of this, we're always live on facebook.com slash three count Thursday, every Thursday, uh, live interactive. Uh, Jason writes, uh, you guys are talking like WWE cares about the wrestling part of this. They're selling entertainment to NBC. They could care less about the wrestling. It's the financial bottom line. TNT and AEW will never come close to NBC viewership. It's strictly about Peacock now. Sure, AEW will be better from this, but it's not the bottom line that WWE is looking at. It's kind of funny that tomorrow WWE has their first quarter review, their first quarter financial report. Oh, yeah, I guess they would, wouldn't they? So uh, how much much of this is like trying to uh, inflate something? Now, as far as like, the the one thing i can disagree with from what jason said is the sentence that tnt and aew will never come close to nbc viewership sure nbc on broadcast right but usa they've been proving for the last like year that they're beating them like they can get that and better like I think I don't know what does anyone know what Raw's rating was was from Monday? This this week it was like a two two point oh two, but again a you're two point oh two. Yeah, AEW did a one point two. Right. Um. I mean, you're you're coming it's not too far. It, it's not. It's not. You know, and, and it's. I'll, I'm I'm curious to see what all three shows do next week. Um. Just at, like out of the curiosity sense, because like right. NXT did eight hundred some thousand. Um. You know, it was the the Raw after Mania. It was the first week of NXT in its new slot, and it was the first week of AEW. Um, you know, unopposed on a Wednesday night. You know, they bring in Mike Tyson. You know, a, a, NXT was was touting obviously a big show. So I'll be curious to see in in, in the, the the coming weeks uh, what those do. I mean, it'd be awesome if they sustain that. Um, but uh, you know, we'll obviously see. But um, NXT. NXT did so this past Tuesday. They did eight hundred and five thousand viewers mm-hmm. with a point two two share in the demographic. So even unopposed, they lost fans compared to Takeover Night One. Oh yeah, because th- how many Night One had what nine? Night eight. I think it was eighty eighty six or eight sixty five. Okay. Something like that. For the record, the WWE stock closed up a percent today, <laughs> and that's all that. Re- that's really all that matters. Now, I, I think what like part of the issue is though is that like we're not. Co- I don't think at least for us, our complaints are that like WWE doesn't care about wrestling. 
and they care about entertainment. They just care about entertainment. I think all of us know that. I think the problem is it's systemic that like the people they're cutting are people that we know are entertaining and they don't know what to do with them for the most part, the Joes and the iconics and Mickey James's like those core four and Chelsea to a degree, but Chelsea's been like hurt and not been able to be around, but those four to have them under contract and not utilizing them to their best ability. Do we remember that like three months ago, Billy Kay was like the coolest thing about the women's Royal rumble match. Right. Yeah. Her, she got fired. Yeah. And, and like she, she was like when I said, cause I think the first, the first news was, was Billy and Mickey. And then the, then the list continued to grow. And I was just like, when I, when I saw, I, I, I thought it was a, I thought it was from like, you know, from like a slice at sliced wrestling parody account. Like I was like, this isn't like, and I, so I had to like double check. I had to click on the, like I clicked the link. Then I was like, Oh shit, this is actually from WWE because I, I wouldn't, I, you know, the, the other names on the list, like I said, Samoa Joe kind of caught me off guard, but like the other ones does, doesn't nest. They don't necessarily surprise me that much. Cause like, yeah, Mickey hasn't been used, you know, Joe, we know he's been dealing with injuries. The rest of them. Tell me the last time. I mean, we saw Tucker wrestle what twice post uh, heavy machinery. Yeah, I mean, wasn't Tucker and Kalisto and I think Mojo Raleigh weren't all three of them in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal on WrestleMania SmackDown? Probably. I mean, I, I know Tucker was, and I know Kalisto was. Yeah, you got to fill out up somehow. <laughs> yeah, right, um, but that's the thing. It's like I, what, I think... you're, what you're seeing is um, the WWE just not caring about not only women's tag teams. The WWE just doesn't care about tag team wrestling. Tucker was split up from his tag team, where the two together were a greater whole than the two apart. Kalisto split away from oh, the Lucha House Party. Of top the group was more powerful than the three separated. And it's further proof when you look at the Raw and SmackDown champions. They're singles wrestlers. Bob Roode, Dolph Ziggler, that's not a tag team. Styles and, and almost or what? That's not a tag team. You have legitimate tag teams. They don't give a shit about them. In the, somewhere in the WWE's writing room, Two single superstars together is greater than a tag team, period. Until that gets fixed, you're not going to have tag teams sticking around very long. We called it when Tucker and the, they broke Tucker better step up. Which, I mean, it, bl- it, it blows me away because like, and, and again, Charlie and I, um, he he messaged me last night about something else, but we hey, like man, the new carrying cross video <laughs> <laughs> but like we were like we were talking about kind of the disconnect and the difference between like nxt to wwe and like why something works in nxt and and why it, it doesn't you know translate over to to the main roster 
Um, and, and tag team wrestling is kind of the same way. I mean, you know, time and time again, I feel like we see, um, some pretty damn good tag team matches, um, you know, on Tuesday or Wednesday night or on takeovers. And then, you know, the tag teams get called up and they end up getting split up or they just don't get called up, uh, at all. And, and, you know, it, and I get it, you know, it's a, it's a different type of show to a degree. I think there's a different demographic, um, you know, audience that, that the main roster is targeting versus what NXT is targeting. And for some reason, tag team wrestling doesn't, doesn't make the cut up top. I feel like in the scope of like the WWE bucket, things like NXT is still looked at like really small ball. And I don't think investors give a shit about small ball. If you're not spending a ton of my money and I can't expect a ton back, I don't really give a shit about it. Go ahead, do your 205 Live. I don't give a shit about that. Raw, SmackDown, pay-per-views, and what streams on the cock is where I'm making my money as an investor. That's all I'm going to care about. Yeah, and I, I think, like, I, the, you know, the, we're programmed, quote-unquote, to, to watch wrestling on Monday. We're, you know, we're, we're programmed to a degree to watch SmackDown. But, like... You know, like I joke about it, but like there's a reason why people quote unquote hate watch Monday Night Raw because it's been on for what 27 years and and for 27 years, the, the, you know, most Monday nights, a lot of us have spent in front of USA Network or TNN slash Spike TV and it, it's it's hard to it's it's hard to break a habit. It's 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 like a drug almost. Um, you know, we're not, we're not necessarily programmed to watch NXT. We're not necessarily programmed to watch 205 live. We're not necessarily programmed to watch other programming. So like, yeah, I mean, NXT as great. It is. I love NXT, but like it, it's, I, I, I do, I do agree with you, Ryan, that, that I think it is viewed differently and it, and it doesn't always, it doesn't always translate. And I mean, a lot of the names today were stars in nxt that for whatever reason call it incompetence call it misuse call it whatever it it didn't it didn't work on raw or smackdown for for any for any number of reasons yeah and i don't want to be that guy but all these people get released. And then you can also look at the roster that remains. And there's about five off the top of my head that are problematic uh, negatives. Mm-hmm. They have uh, rap sheets. They're not listening. Let's just spit them out. And if they are, Dream, fuck them. Same on Velveteen them. Velveteen Dream is still under contract. Fire his Austin ass. Austin Theory is, Theory is still <laughs> under contract. Jordan Devlin is still under contract. Ooh, that's a good point. Forgot Matt him. Riddle is still under contract and had a shot at the WWE Championship on Monday. Yeah, it did happen. Yep. Jackson Reichert 
Both of his tag partners are fired before him. Yeah. That's fucked up. I forgot about Mega Magoo. And, and then if you want to go even farther, <laughs> Drake Wirtz, the ref. That's fair. Oh, yeah. Doing, doing was, white yeah. power symbols in group shots with all the NXT refs. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> I get it. And th- that may, like... Wasn't he just saying the, the lighting's okay? Isn't that what he was saying? Jesus. Oh, I count to three, guys. <laughs> like, One, no. two, three. <laughs> ding, ding. Ring it. That's why but when we you have... get a picture with somebody, you have to have your hand out like this. So you're safe. <laughs> or just don't put your hands Everybody in. Everybody knows. Right, just leave. Nothing to hide. I, I don't know what to do with my hands. I will. T- you know what? From here on out, tw- 2021, guys, when we become fans again, every Mark photo you take. Hands and sleeves. Hands in, hands in the sleeves. Yep. Hands and sleeves. Mark, Mark photo, hands in shirts. Just... There we go. That's all you got to do. I don't have any hands, guys. But it just, everybody gets fired, but then those guys. I mean, Riddle, they're they're making money on right now. Riker's in a program with uh, Elias and... What's what's Velveteen Dream doing? Well, he's not doing anything. Nothing. Right. I can't wait for him to get on the list tomorrow. You know, like, Devlin was just in the match at TakeOver. Um, Who's the other one? Awesome theory. Yeah, he's tied in with the Gargano. Yep. So, so four, you know, five out of you know, well, not counting the referee, four out of those five, they're actively making money with, and and have, have, yes, which is, I mean, it's shitty. I mean, it, there's no way around that. But again, it's when you look at the business side of them, if they're using them and they're making money off them, I mean. The the way people Investors are don't give a shit. People then. are buying the way shirts and they people want the way bandanas or hats or whatever the fuck they were wearing. I saw people talking about they want more merchandise from the way. I don't think people are calling for Riker merchandise. Well, one sector of the fan base probably is, but um, but I mean they're they're making you know what I mean. He's he's in an active program. So again, when when you look at when you look at like emotion and whatever to to business those two worlds run on run on opposite streets unfortunately a a lot of times brand new jackson racker (laughs) (laughs) um you know so it it sucks it it it, it, you know it's it's a it's a crappy situation it's it's a shitty day you know i i never i I never want to see regardless of the fact that that you know i do I, i really think anybody on that list um, you know, that, that for the, you know, that, that wants to, to continue their career. I think there's, there's obviously plenty of outlets out there. And as things continue to, uh, hopefully open up and get back online and fans get to return to buildings and, and things start to hopefully resemble some normalcy, uh, as we go through the rest of this year, there's going to even be more outlets for, for them to use. And, and I know Charlie said, like, he thinks Mickey will end up in NWA, but the beauty, you know, right now is like, if you end up in NWA, you're probably going to have a chance to work with AEW. If you end up in Impact, you're going to have a chance to work with AEW or New Japan. If you end up in New Japan, there's a chance. So, like, with those with those forbidden doors that, that are being opened, landing in one company almost doesn't, doesn't you know, sign you with, with four companies, but you can end up working numerous places. This, this day used to be a Monday, right? Black Monday? 
in the WWE. Is that what it kind of was called? I feel like it was a kind of. They, they, they did years it, ago, right? It did. It like, was. It wasn't. Did it used to be like the Monday after Mania or the Monday after the Monday I, after Mania? I think it was Tuesday. Wasn't it a Tuesday? Black Tuesday. I, but there was something. Yeah, it was always there. Was a day, and and since it's happened now recently, there are significantly more places for these stars to land on their feet and and practice their skills elsewhere and make somebody else a whole lot of money and make themselves a whole lot of money elsewhere. And if there's one thing we know about the WWE, the door's probably open for oh. them to come back yeah. at a later date. Yeah, and, and uh, except yeah. except maybe Tucky. <laughs> he was uh he was a little bit tweeting about about freedom at last and he can't wait to tell the story. So maybe depending what Tucky says, maybe not. So he'll be he'll be on a shoot interview on YouTube in July, is what you're telling me. You, yes, he will be filling out the <laughs> dick bag. Did you guys see the Twitter interaction between the internet's favorite wrestlers still CM Punk and Samoa Joe? I saw a little bit of it. I did. Where Punk sends Joe the gif of Charlie Murphy Charlie Murphy digging his boots into Prince's couch. Yep. To which Samoa Joe said they should have never gave us money. Yeah. Yep. Like, it's so true. It's so true. Like my favorite indie feud from two thousand and five. Now, I'm not I, I don't want to sit here and do the when CM Punk returning to wrestling game. But like right now, probably never. But like, if if Joe, let's let's say Joe signs with AEW, you say that you know there's money there. That merch is gonna sell Tim. Oh, for sure. It doesn't matter where he lands. That merch is selling. Like if if Joe signs with AEW, and Phil from Chicago gets a call from the Jacksonville Jaguars front office, and it's Tony Khan on the other end of the line. Hey, we have All Out coming up here in uh, in August. Um, you know, you and Samoa Joe have a little bit of history with one another. Like, do you think that, you know, that 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 CM Punk, you like, would be something he'd probably go, okay, let's spin I the think, tires here. I think for for Phil Brook from Chicago, that's enough to get me there. And then the intrigue of all of these guys that I haven't wrestled yet, or maybe you've wrestled. Man, even even yeah, that I probably haven't stepped in the ring yet with a lot of young talent would intrigue me enough to get me there because I think he said it's not about the money, no, it's about the right situation. I, I, I think he said, yeah, I think he said on Renee's podcast that you know AEW has more talent he'd be interested in working with. I think even this week he was on, he did an interview somewhere and and he like specifically mentioned Kenny Omega about something. I don't know exact what. Uh, you know exactly what he had said but you know it, it kind of if you, if you, if you want to put pieces together um i i feel like that's probably the most likely landing spot and yeah maybe that's the thing that opens the door maybe i'm jaded cuz i'm a fan but that gets dynamites really really close to those raw numbers we were just talking about yeah yeah real close yeah i mean if if you if you want to if you i mean he's he's the most you know the, the the person everybody is still. I mean, fifteen minutes into the WrestleMania, uh, WrestleMania Saturday kickoff show, the first time fans have been in a building in a year, a year, what one year, one day, nine hours, or whatever the hell they were beaten into the ground. A year, a month, and a day. Right. What What did you hear? Fifteen minutes into the kickoff show, 
CM Punk Crowd chants. sweetening. You know? <laughs> so, you know. That was, it, that was piped in. Vince fucked up. <laughs> hit oops. the wrong button. Ah, uh, shit, pal. Um, hey, I've been there. I've hit the wrong button on this podcast many a times. I hear it. Matt's talking. I got Mark on the screen. <laughs> I got wrong picture. I got wrong stuff on. It's it's hard, man. Oh, I forgot you do the flippy do stuff. For yeah, the, I, do I the, forgot about I that. I do flippy do's, baby. Like right now, you're full screen, baby. Don't need that. Sorry. Right, <laughs> cool. Um, any other any other thoughts? Um, you know, on on the day that was the you know, unfortunate news and. I don't know, maybe more unfortunate news tomorrow, depending on who you believe on the internet. Yeah, I think I think yeah. the big takeaway is uh, really what Tim said. Mojo probably was the one that deserved it the most. Oh, I mean, that's also fair. Um, <laughs> we're, we're responding to a question in the, the chat from uh, Michael. Uh, the 90-day no-competes. I'm not sure if these guys do have 90 days. It depends on if they ask for their release. Because, for example... Andrade's release has no 90 day. I saw um, he was was free to go wherever he wanted. Blake tweeted he'll begin bookings in July. So then that's 90 days. So yeah. Whether whether that applies to all 10, that I don't know. I know Joe jokingly tweeted um, about working the 90 days. when, like Bush beer or something. Who was it? PBR said they signed oh, him and Chelsea Green, and he <laughs> said, "Well, I have a ninety day." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and like th- that's another thing you have to consider too in this this line of cuts. Andrade was three and a half weeks ago, so yeah. technically you could include Andrade as part of the talent the WWE is cutting bait from. And who knows who's who's left? Um, I mean, it's 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 kind of crazy. So, time will tell. Matt, Mark, any other any other thoughts? Now, every time I look at Mark's screen, the ET <laughs> behind him just, just staring at you. <laughs> Is that what you've been like giggling at this whole time? <laughs> um. We'll, we'll, we'll take we'll take the break here, and then we'll get into to the, the stuff we originally had planned. But Michael here uh, asks, how many people are going to want to sign up uh, with Peacock if they're racing some of the older WWE um, content? Uh, we kind of addressed this uh, the other week. I think there was one other. I think there was one other piece that has been. It was Gold Dust in in blackface. Um, has been released since the last time we talked about it. The, the thing I, I the thing I've been kind of saying is like, look. I know, you know, it, it see, you know, when, when you hear they're racing and, and editing content, it feels like a- anything from like what 97 through 2001 is going to go away, but the only things they've released or, or edited so far have been things of blackface or racial slurs. Um, so, I mean, if, if you need those to, to subscribe, then, um, sorry about your luck, but, uh, <laughs> You'll see the cat and May Young's boobs on those pay-per-views. <laughs> yeah. So I found one that was not either of those. As Armold is, Armold has something for me. Ooh, what do you Ooh, got? Delivery. What's coming in? This is oh. the moment of the night. What is that? An unwrapped sandwich? Arnold. It's like a oh. little slidey. Oh, look at that! Wait, is that a White Castle? No, we don't have White Castles around here. <laughs> um, but um. 
WrestleMania like Mr. Rogers Neighborhood when the trolley comes. I know, right? <laughs> WrestleMania 2000, they completely edited out Ice-T doing the Godfather's theme. What? Yes. They do the show open, and then they cut, and Godfather and D-Lo are already in the ring about to do the... Light up a fatty for this pimp daddy. Light that blunt up and say pimpin' ain't easy. What song did they sing? Pimpin' ain't nice... easy. It's the ice tea pimpin' ain't easy. So oh, sitting, that, that happens, though. They so they didn't, didn't want to pay the rights on the, the song. I'm sure it wasn't on the network. It's a WWE theme, though. Like, WWE, that was on, like... Oh, so that's like a Jim Johnson written theme? Yeah, like, Godfather performed... I didn't the, know that. Yeah, Pimpin' Ain't Easy was on one of the rap albums. Or oh, okay. I, think it was on I wonder if there's like a royalty deal with like Ice T or something. But Ice T is on SVU. Huh. Right. I don't the only think thing it's... I can think the only thing I can think of that they edited out for is blatantly during the theme, Ice T, and it's my favorite part of the entire <laughs> theme for the entrance. But Ice T just screams, "Godfather's in the house, bitch!" Which, yeah, that would seem like a weird. And they uh, cut it. That would seem I, like a I weird. That all the time, Godfather came out. <laughs> that would feel like a weird reason to cut that, but um, that's strange. That one's a little I... strange. Hmm. I couldn't tell odd. you the last time I watched WrestleMania 2000, so I didn't even necessarily remember that that was a thing. Buy the DVD. You'll have it forever. There you go. Yeah, buy the DVD. But yeah. Um, I don't think they're editing. Again, I don't. I, cur- they're not editing curses. No. They're not editing what? boobies. I just watched The Big Lebowski the other day because it's on there. And like the scene where the topless girls are like flying on the little uh, carpets or whatever at the beach scene. They're still there. You know, they're not they're not editing things other that, that shouldn't have been done. The time yeah, I mean, I, I watched Slapshot on there the one day, and it was unedited, so... That's a shame they could have edited that one down. <laughs> hey! <laughs> there was, uh... Jerry Lawler did a promo on Raw against when Goldust was relatively new, and he uh, called him a flame in uh, derogatory word for uh, homosexual. And that was on Raw. I don't know if that made it to the network, but it definitely made it on TV. Huh. I'd, I'd be curious to know what episode of Raw that was and to, to dig back and figure out if did that's... He, did he hit him with the F? Yeah, sure did. Holy shit! Right there on Raw, <laughs> I, oh, wow, I, I never knew that. Yeah. In Rock yeah. and Triple H always called Kane the big red R word. Like, is that still... Oh, uh, that's right, they that did. That was definitely said They a did drop a... Yeah. yeah. Huh. That was said. A big well, red... Right if the Rock says it. <laughs> Jerry Lawler also called um gold dust a less offensive the called him queer yeah i remember that too right he's like well what are you like what am i I he's like queer (laughs) yeah i think wasn't that when uh, marlena first came around yeah uh, right when gold like i didn't know you two would be together considering who what you are and gold is like well what am i (laughs) and like there's so much again like I will say all this. Uh, I, I preface this a lot. The two thousands were a hell of a time, folks. <laughs> right, right. I we mean, I'm sure. I'm sure the. Stuff. I'm sure the word like fruitcake was probably 
said numerous times about gold dust as well. Like I imagine like that would be a Jerry Lawler ism for gold dust. Wrestling fans. If, if, if us as fans in 2000 were watching WrestleMania like a couple of nights ago and how one of the po- one of the the storylines was because a little guy was calling a big guy stupid oh. we would think this is the most ignorant thing I, we've <laughs> ever seen stupid that's the worst he's calling you yeah rub some dirt on it kid right i don't like anybody calling me stupid choo choo <laughs> i mean tim choo-choo. us watching it now today we were like this is stupid I just thought it was stupid because the billion-dollar kid, the billion-dollar kid is calling the choo-choo man stupid. That's unreal. Oh, I'm not stupid. I mean, I th- I, that makes no, sense. Braun, the guy's stupid. rich. Braun's a big, burly guy that picks things up. You play off the stereotype. Still very alive in pro wrestling. I know, but what are you going to do? We just can't do the lady ones or the racial ones anymore. That's correct. <laughs> Just don't. Isn't that? Uh... We shouldn't have in the first place. No, shouldn't. <laughs> shouldn't have in the first place. Didn't uh, Lieutenant Dan get angry when people called Forrest Gump stupid? He did. Yes. Lieutenant Dan did. He did. Dan's a good he man. Fell right out of his chair on New Year's. Didn't get any. Uh, That's of right. That's right. The girls left him for Lieutenant and, Dan, and he ain't got no legs. And she tastes like cigarettes. <laughs> After <laughs> these messages. On that note, let's uh, <laughs> let's go to break. <laughs> We come back. We're going to wrap up WrestleMania. Look ahead to next year's WrestleMania, as well as uh, a new segment next year. Here, I, I know it's it's a year away, Ryan. Right? Thirty-eight. It's pal. three. It's shit. It's uh, three hundred and fifty-three days away now. So asterisk, but possibly, yeah. We'll dive into that as well. Stick with us on the other side. Three count Thursday live. We'll be right back. Recount Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website arenaeats.app, that's arenaeats.app, for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order? You're listening to NGSC Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com, where you can get awesome analysis on all things sports. Or check out our podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, subscribe to NGSC Sports' YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports, and like us on Facebook. NGSC Sports. We never stop. Are you looking for a place to listen to your favorite music and sports? Look no further. WLSN, the Lieb Sports and Music Network, is a web-based music and sports network. Our network was created to provide authentic, high-energy entertainment through live streaming to a national audience. We play popular music while hosting podcasts from all over the world. Curious? Check us out on the web at LiebSports.com. 
That's L-E-E-I-B sports.com. Or find us on the TuneIn Radio app. Got Alexa? Just say, Alexa, play WLSN on TuneIn. WLSN is America's number one blog-themed sports and music network. Welcome back, Three Count Thursday, live April 15, 2021. Make sure you go to threecountthursday.com. Find all of our social media links, our merchandise, our YouTube links, everything else three count related, threecountthursday.com. Always the number three, never the word three. Ryan, I, I didn't I didn't warn you that I changed the, the intro tonight. Was that okay with you? I know you're not always the, the best with change, but I felt new year, new intro, new song. Were you okay? Yeah, my chat can barely hear you, and I like that. Can you agree? Quiet. Oh, my, my volume went super down. I don't know why it did that. Oh, I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks a lot. Um, okay. So this past Sunday, of course, uh, well, Saturday and Sunday, WrestleMania weekend, WrestleMania Saturday, WrestleMania Sunday, um, Let's uh we're obviously not gonna go match to match on this thing or anything like that, but um let's start with uh best match of the of the two night spectacular. Intern Mark, what was your best match of WrestleMania? My best match. I really enjoyed the uh Sasha Banks and uh, Bianca Belair. I liked that a lot. The story, the uh I liked everything about it. I liked Bianca taking the championship. I think that was my favorite. I don't know if that was necessarily the best match, but it was my favorite. Very good. Matt, how about you? Yep, same exact one. I thought that was match of the night for both nights. Um, Cesaro Rollins was very, very close second for me. Um, So if I was going to just say that to be different from Mark, then I would, but I'm going to agree with Mark since he and I are better friends than Ryan and Jim. That that's true. We have documented that actually. Um BFF. on this show. Tim, your match of the uh of the weekend. Um I'm split. I'll take one from each night. Um the triple threat main event from WrestleMania Sunday. The best triple threat match of all time. I'll go on record. It's better than WrestleMania twenty. It's better than the women's triple threat from 32, I think. This is it. Um, And then uh, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus uh, The Miz and John Morrison. My God, that is a fantastic match. The best celebrity match in WrestleMania history. That's true. That that is 100% true. Yeah, I was. Bad Bunny did a full heat. Yeah. He yeah. did the whole match by himself. And he David did. Priest was in there for like a minute. And then he got pinned on Raw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got, didn't he get like punched in the dick or something? I don't Probably. Miz. Um, no dick twist. He, he got, uh, you know, he, he got pinned by a dude in his underwear. So. Hey, man. The Miz is looking cut, though. Yeah. Uh, apparently. Um, 
you marry Maurice, you're going to have to do some upkeep. Well, that, you got to. Ain't that the and truth? If, and if your dad's helping you do your landscaping, you're going to be in good shape. <laughs> like five minutes of Ms. and Mrs. <laughs> and that was I actually, I haven't caught this week's actually, but uh, Ryan, your uh, your match of the weekend, best match of the weekend. I um, I'm going to agree with Matthew and Mark down on the bottom. Uh, your first one. Well, they're down on the bottom of my screen. I'm not sure where everything works on the on the actual whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, Bianca Belair. Uh, I thought that told such a great story. Um, you know, how her hair was used against her the entire match. And that was really the ultimate turning point um, in the match. Uh, followed by my second favorite, uh, just like Matt said, Cesaro um, and, and Seth Rollins. I think like this was Cesaro's big coming out party. And hopefully this sets up some programs for him in the future where we actually see a Cesaro world championship, which is overdue and well-deserved for um, such a great utility guy like Cesaro. Yeah, that was, that one uh, was really good. Um, Mine, you know, I'm kind of, kind of at a tie. I thought the, the Bianca uh, Sasha match from Saturday and the triple threat um, from, from Sunday, um, were just so good. I mean, if you're when you're talking main events, I mean, those two matches were the best two, and and those two were in the correct spots um, both nights. And we'll we'll talk about one night versus two nights, and when one night or both nights may be uh, in April of 2022 um, coming up in the question of the week. But um, yeah, I, I thought that that both main events were just were just spectacular, um, you know, and and. Tied up night one brilliantly, a great night one. Um, the the main event Sunday maybe redeemed a, a not so great night <laughs> um, overall, but but uh, two great main events. Um, Devin says the SmackDown Women's Championship match uh, was his. Jason says the best match was watching Titus wrestling with his facial expressions, uh, not to look <laughs> unamused every time Hogan said the word brother. <laughs> Uh, Devin also said his second favorite match was WWE versus Mother Nature. Yeah, Saturday. Uh, I thought the WWE did a really good job at, at dealing w- dealing with a uh, tough situation with the weather. Um, I, I, you know, I, I saw some people saying like that should be the end of WrestleMania and outdoor settings. I disagree. Look, every every sporting event deals with it. Concerts deal with it. This is the first time WWE's had to deal with it. Uh, and professionals did what professionals do, um, and, and they handled it really well. So it, it won't and shouldn't be the last time we see WrestleMania um, outdoors. So then on the, the other side of that conversation, the... Real quick, do you guys still have your picks? How did you do night one and night two? I I, did no, oh, okay. I, I didn't do great. I, like, I, I know had... night two, I got two matches right. I had... Lashley, Cesaro, AJ, and Almos. Bobby, that I think I went <laughs> six for seven on night Bobby! one. Night two, <laughs> I had night two. I had one, two. I had three. Okay, so I, I'm not the only one that laid an egg on night two. Yeah, because I, I was I was shocked that they actually put the title on Rhea. I was shocked they actually took the title off Biggie. See, those are the two I got right. And I was shocked that Randy Orton beat the Fiend. 
I think most people. Yeah, would. I was shocked by that one for sure. Like out of my mind, shocked. I think I got I got Kevin Owens right. I know I picked Apollo Cruz because Big E was wrestling in the hometown, and I'm pretty sure I picked Rhea Ripley. So, but just those three on that. Yeah, I had I had three I had three winners right on Sunday. I had one, two. I only got three on Saturday, so I didn't do good. I had all I had four I had four correct on Sunday, so mm-hmm. I I had I had half the match winners correct for the weekend, but on the the scorecard, so so Friday or Saturday night was uh, I had an eighty out of one sixty. Um, on possible points Sunday I had 68 out of 160 for a 148 of 320. Yeah, we um, should really do that more often. We should really yeah. stick to that this year. We should starting with WrestleMania backlash. <sighs> yeah, can we <clears throat> Okay. <laughs> hey, <laughs> would you rather Ryan, would you rather this pay-per-view be called WrestleMania backlash or how dumb do wrestling fans have to be? Of course, it's WrestleMania Backlash. It is the backlash of. You don't have to spell it out. You don't fucking have to do it. What if they renamed it Great Balls of Fire? Nope. Why do you? Why? That's a stupid. No, no. Would you take WrestleMania Backlash over Great Balls of Fire? It's WrestleMania Backlash or Great Balls of Fire. I would rather WrestleMania Backlash. Because in my the WrestleMania has always just been understood. He raked so my we, back. What we can actually do yeah, no, is literally we can call it. This is the fast lane to WrestleMania backlash. <laughs> Why do you say things? Why? Beep, beep. <laughs> um, Did you guys see the the meme of them putting WrestleMania in front of every pay per view title for the rest of the yes. year? <laughs> WrestleMania SummerSlam. WrestleMania Survivor Series. WrestleMania Night of Champions. Um, look, I know I've, you know, I know I've defended great balls of fire. I know I've defended uh roadblock. I know I've, but come on, like, I know, I know you, we, you know, we made a lot of pirate merchandise. I know we had a, you know, 30 ton pirate ship on Sunday, but come really, are we just, are we milking this a little too hard guys? Just a little, just a little bit too hard. Come on. Um, when is WrestleMania backlash? Uh, three weeks? No, it's later in May. I think it's the end of May, actually. Let me look. May twenty. WrestleMania six. backlash. It is on May or may not watch it this time. <laughs> <laughs> it is May sixteen. Okay. Yeah, that's a sleep in night or some shit. Sure, like you're not watching. <laughs> Live from the Yingling Center in Tampa, Florida. Yeah, I, I almost forgot for a second that the Thunderdome was in a new location. Then, like, uh, Drew and Braun are arguing, and I see, like, a bulletin board behind them. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're at a college joint now. <laughs> forgot about that. Um, but uh, worst. Ryan, we'll go back your way first. Your worst match of the weekend. We're all after Mania. <laughs> fair uh any match all right no that's not true any match that had um natty nightheart in it uh, either of the two those are that would uh tim um i'm going to say that the worst match of the night was that tag team turmoil match fair yeah matt 
Yeah, the the tag team turmoil and then the subsequent tag title match were both just flaming bags of shit. Uh, Mark? <laughs> Boy, I'm on the same page as everybody else. Oh, hi, Mark. That tag team... Hi, boys. That uh, tag team turmoil was trash. Yeah, the, those so were... Bad. Those are my lowest rated matches of the yeah. of the weekend. They both got B's. <laughs> my you got an S. The uh the, the the fiend Randy Orton wasn't far behind if if we're actually That was disappointing. And look, I get it. it. Let's let's talk about it because like I get it. Like the match it wasn't necessarily about the match. It was about Alexa and 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 the fiend. But like, I my maybe my biggest problem with it is that it went on first. Yeah, I feel if that match is third on the card, fourth on the card, I'm probably fine with it. But you come off a high that was Saturday night, and that's how you start WrestleMania Sunday. The crowd was hot for the Fiend in that match. Yes, and then they just took all the yeah i felt like they just they popped them like a balloon and you already know you're following that match with the shittiest of shit (laughs) matches that you're gonna have on your wrestlemania card you cannot put that match in that spot it was in the two spot match two is the worst spot chris jericho told us that you gotta Uh plug you gotta plug the two hole on the on the on the broken skull i didn't find the randy orton bray wyatt match that offensive I mean, I don't think... I feel like you're not the biggest Fiend fan, though, in this group. I love the Fiend. You also love... I don't think... I I also don't think that the Fiend losing is the absolute worst thing for the Fiend. I don't think it is either. No. I'm not necessarily upset at his loss. I just... I don't think the Fiend and Randy Orton have great chemistry to begin with. So, I think having him, Randy, in that storyline is what bothered me more than The Fiend losing to Randy Orton. The only person that The Fiend has good chemistry with, or Bray Wyatt has good chemistry with in the ring, is Roman Reigns. I don't think I've ever really seen a great Bray Wyatt match. I mean, he had good... I feel like him and Seth at Sands of Time was real good. You didn't watch it! (laughs) From what I heard. (laughs) What day was that on? I don't know, Thursday? Halloween. (laughs) Halloween Thursday? (laughs) Halloween was late last year. It was always on the 31st. Yeah, always Um, was. (laughs) It's always on the 31st. Um, No, like, I just don't think he has, he's not a match guy for me. It's everything else. I love The Fiend. Here's what I don't like about The Fiend. (laughs) Okay, but I I can say the same thing about literally every other wrestler I like. Mojo Raleigh. (laughs) Yeah, he's kind of clunky. And he's friends with Gronk. <laughs> he's clunky in the ring. Baron Corbin. He's got, Baron Corbin. Oh man, he's got cool clunky. tattoos. And <laughs> I, I really, I, I, I don't like what they did with his. He had the coolest theme in wrestling, and then they added that stupid horn section to make him <laughs> king. I can't believe that. I, I, I co-signed that. Coolest theme in wrestling, and then all of a sudden. You got to put monarchical stuff in there because he's a goddamn king. Well, he's, yeah, he's the, the king. Come on. 
yeah, the crown and scepter do that for me. I don't need anything else. Which it it and this WrestleMania is, backlash. This you need reminded. This is this is one of my my favorite parts of like my I, like my wife is not a wrestling fan, but you know the pandemic has forced her to watch more wrestling with me than I think she ever thought was going to be a thing. Because like she has no excuse. There's to nobody. Anywhere. There's nobody coming over to watch wrestling with me anymore. And like I remember, she's watching. Bear. Oh, I feel sad for my husband sitting out there <laughs> by himself. Sit pretty much. Ryan um, couldn't come over this weekend. Um, it's just him in the piggy bank. They're just there. She, he's a cheaper Jim. She uh she she's watching Corbin come out one time, and she goes, "So they? St- I'm sure they sell like the crown and scepter and stuff on the WWE shop, right?" And I go, "No." She goes, "Why?" So like she's like going through all of these like different things, um, like riddle love him or not uh like the flip-flops because he kicks off the she's like she's starting to go through all these different things that like it is so blatantly obvious that they should be selling these and they're not they don't sell riddle flippy flops i think they do oh do they flops they probably don't right now but they probably will once it's like time to wear flip a little bit warmer um but any but there's there's been a few things actually they don't they sell socks slippers okay socks makes zero sense (laughs) yeah like the guy who wrestles barefoot give him let's let's market socks socks. riddle doesn't have any of the footwear by the way um but yeah like but like she's still blown away because this was like back in the summer she's still blown away that they didn't sell crown scepter for for king corbin i mean who's really buying a crown and scepter the flip-flops I can see. Like, people would buy and use those. But, like, what jackass is going to buy a crown and scepter? I mean, like, 20% of every independent show crown. <laughs> every jackass that, that carries a belt. <laughs> I mean, the belt's a little different. I've, I've never owned a belt before. Oh, my God. <laughs> is this the worst effing shirt I've ever seen in my life? I'm putting it in the chat. For... Matt Riddle's got a shirt. Um, we'll put it in this chat. Where can I buy the RVD rolling papers? Let's get real for a second. Right. I mean, if it's not the Natty pause out shirt, then no, it's not the worst shirt. It is a shirt with an eagle on a perch that says, Travis and I are flying high. Oh, I remember him wearing that one on an episode of Raw. Yeah, that's Travis. Yeah, I just the eagle, the I guess. Is that a scooter? Maybe. I don't remember who the F Travis is. Possible. But yeah, that's that's a that's a pretty bad shirt. King of the stupids. That that is most certainly a bad shirt. Don't love that. Um, like I I liked everything that happened with the fiend and Alexa and. Yeah, I I didn't I didn't necessarily I, I, again match placement. I, I think is big for me, and and I hated the fact. Like I thought that was a terrible way to so start WrestleMania Sunday. Two, what do you start Mania with? Sheamus beating Riddle. Sure. Sheamus. Oh, and Sami Zayn. That had a fun and payoff. Then aren't you afraid that the recency of the Fiend losing down the card will taint that main event? Because if you if you you don't want the don't team know. to I, lose, I, you piss people off. The boos are out of the way. Match two, match three. By the end of the night, you're ready to wrap it up with the good main event. The fiend losing is already out of your mind. I don't know. I, mean, I, I think if you had 
Lesnar lose or beat the Undertaker, and then two matches later was the Daniel Bryan moment that everyone popped for. That's fair. But I think okay, so that's a great call, Matt. Owens and Zayn, and then of course you had the post match payoff where Owens stuns Logan Paul. I think Ooh, if you what put, a payoff. I put. <laughs> I mean, people were booing the shit Logan. out of Logan Paul, and they like cheered the fact that he got stunned. Like, it's not a. I mean, it's not a great WrestleMania moment, but people popped for it. They didn't pop for the Fiend, did they? They didn't pop for the end of that opening match. So you they popped for the Fiend his entire entrance. But you switched those yeah. two. I yeah, yeah, that was the pop. Yeah, the match. The match, the match they put on first. What they put on first was the fiend being reincarnated and coming out of a box. Because anything that comes out of a box is over. <laughs> Don't you know that? Like that's after true. The fiend comes out. Sorry, Mister Cornette, I forgot. The match is over. Technically, Orton Fiend was matched to. The whole stuff at the beginning was all that mattered. That's a fair point. That kind of a fair point as well. And then it gets Alexa over in this new character. I feel like we've numerously said on this show that uh, matches don't really matter. Moments matter. And the Fiend entrance was the moment that people are going to remember. Yo, coming out of that Jack in the Box was was sick. That was pretty cool. That That was good. That was cool. Sick. And I mean, the Alexa part was pretty awesome, too. It was dope. So, I mean, it sucks to fans... see the guy that walks through hell lose to one RKO. It doesn't necessarily make a ton of sense. I'm not going to discredit that anger. After he no-sold every other move in that match. <laughs> but this <laughs> right. but this angle this angle deals with the supernatural. It's Kurt Angle. Yes. <laughs> Eric Angle. It's true. And Acute Angle. We don't know what the Alexa character did to the fiend to weaken him. To we the have point. an idea what she did to weaken him. Voodoo. <laughs> oh. oh, yo, she was bleeding. Papa Shango. Blo- like she was Papa Shangoing all over her face. She was. Yeah. And then tweeted the next day, wearing mascara in the rain and put that picture up there. <laughs> Well, that was that was Lexi Kaufman. Oh, that was Lexi. Yeah, that wasn't Alexa fair. Bliss. That's fair. Might be. It might be. Um, yeah. All right. That you're. Was, uh, this is Ryan Cabrera. That I'm wasn't. So <laughs> On the way down. Your your uh, grades for this show, uh, intern Mark. For uh, both of them total. Sure. I think the. Uh, I would give it. I'm going to say a B plus total. I was. I was entertained, more so on night one than night two. But overall, I did enjoy it. And I went into night two, and I was really excited. I had a lot of excitement for it, and I was a bit let down, to be completely honest with you. Very good. Matt, so, how, about, how about you? Uh, night one was an A. Night two was a C. Brings us to a B. Tim? Night one was an A+. Plus. Uh, night two was like, uh, I think it got brought up to a B plus cause I really am high on the, I'm very high on the main event. Um, so yeah. <laughs> so it averages to like a low B plus, a high B plus. Very good. Ryan. Yeah. I gave night one an A night two a B minus. 
So I will also call it a B plus. Uh, in terms of my match grades, uh, night one had a B. Um, night two had a B minus. So uh, overall, it was a B. I am, sh- I am on, shocked on, that night one had a B. On feel, on feel, night one was higher. But grade, grade-wise as written down, night one came out to a B for for match and, grade. And night two was a B minus for you. It was. So what? Shane McMahon bumping his ass off in Jim, the sickest bump you saw all weekend. Come on. Jim has the lowest grade of all. <laughs> I can't. Right. New year, this new ass. No. This is the no, last no. recount no. Thursday ever. <laughs> yes. Yes. Boy. Just in time for the new branding. Okay. So let me get this straight. Did the, the tag team turmoil get a DNF? <laughs> Like, did it get a zero? Those did were like... those were C minuses. Both of those were C minuses. With the DNF, minus. <laughs> oh, Tim's gonna lose I'm, it. I'm about to. I'm. What did I'm, uh, What did Bob Lashley? The COVID, the COVID shot's not gonna get me. This effing guy gonna tell me that Red Knight one was a B. You get the you get the B out of here. All right, what did you give? What did you give Lashley? Match. Uh, uh Bobby again. So you played the sounder, of course. Bobby. Uh, that one had an A minus. Okay, what did the Ms. Morrison match get? Uh, where's that one at? With Bad Bunny. I think I put that one. That one's down for a B. B for okay. Bunny. Uh, the the New Day tag match. Uh, tag match B. Shane and uh, Two Toot Man. Uh, B minus. Cesaro Sethi Boy. Uh, A minus. Uh, tag team turbo you said was C minus. C minus. And Bianca Belair and Sashi. A. How how are you ending up with a B then? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I mean, I added up. I mean, I added the numbers. Divide I by feel seven. Like that's probably close. Yeah, I added the points. That's seventy. That seventy tag team turmoil brought it down a bit. Yeah. <laughs> add the points. Divide by seven. Came out right. to an eighty. Came out to like an eighty-five point. I don't know. I don't know how Bad Bunny the 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 celebrity tag team match and the WWE tag team title match is the same grade. Bad Bunny showed. He did. He really did. He did a Panama Sunrise or whatever we call it. This shit is an A <laughs> in the WWE. And almost his hot tag was probably the hottest. I don't know if it's tag. an A. What the Bad Bunny match is an A? Is not an A? It might be an A minus B plus. I don't think that's an A. A. For a celebrity, did you also put that above the Seth Rollins Cesaro match? Was was clearly the A. Here's why I put it above that. Your expectations should not hinder the match. It's not. Cesaro and Seth gave us a sliver of what they can do. They gave us like. Their hottest nine minutes. How long? They, it went 11. Okay. They gave us like their hottest 11 minutes. It was great. But it's a fraction of what they can give us. Right. And but, Bad Bunny didn't even rap. It's a fraction of what he could give us. He came right. out of an effing truck. He should have been he didn't rapping. Rap. My <laughs> uncle drives a truck. He doesn't get an A. Your uncle your drove uncle him to the. <laughs> you can't. You can't. Say they just get like they're not going to get a longer match time. That's a non-title match. Like Seth Rollins versus Cesaro had nothing really on the line, right? But what I'm saying is that like 
in order for like it's it's a given that that's a great match like going in we knew that there were two matches guaranteed that were gonna exceed like meet expectations and beyond but that was one of them but doesn't the finish of that match with cesaro actually going over getting his first singles win at wrestlemania give that more credence to it it gives it the fact that like yes they did the right thing but to me the excitement that was provided from the tag team match was more than the feel-good aspect of Cesaro getting his first win. But I mean, I think we all knew Bad Bunny and Priest are winning that match. I mean, yeah, I had I, them. I, I, did, I didn't though. I didn't think Bad Bunny was going to be that competent of a wrestler. No, I didn't either, but you knew that that team was winning the match. Like Cesaro I had Cesaro winning. Well, I did too, but I wasn't sure about it. I was sure like Bad Bunny's not losing that match. I would have put the house in the farm on Cesaro. Okay, fair enough. I had Rollins winning, it's, it's, so. See, I had Cesaro, <laughs> but I thought the Bad Bunny thing wasn't going to be over immediately, and we'd get some draw over to Raw, and it would be done on Raw also, is kind of what I thought. There's also a lot of, like, hair splitting, too. Like, when you're picking, like, the, no, like, no the, best, the best matches of WrestleMania, like... Like I picked Bad Bunny at night one, but really, I think with the exception of tag team turmoil and hair splitting, like hair splitting a bad bad buddy, I would rewatch Cesaro and Rollins the W the Raw tag title match. I'm not giving him this the Raw tag title match the Sorry, the Bad Bunny are. tag match and the women's title match. They're all really close. They're all like a point or two away from each other. Right. So like it, it's it's really like how you're how thin you're cutting it. Um but I, either way like it's still night 1 was shaping up to like make this WrestleMania how good night 1 was was shaping up to make possibly 37 be the best WrestleMania of all time. If and I, if if night 2 would have stuck harder See, and I think this is the great segue. Night two's never going to. It's never it, going to. I think it will. It, it. Do you enjoy? I don't know. What What is one thing you enjoy? Pizza. Your first slice of pizza mm-hmm. is always better than that second slice of pizza. No. Your first roller coaster ride of the season well that's a is always more exciting than the second roller coaster ride of the season well the second one never happens because i I, (laughs) yeah the second one one, i'm done (laughs) the second one never (laughs) happens right (laughs) we'll have to work on that jim no again that's a great story to tell one day yeah we do but like so let's 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 transition here to the the three count question of the week um, and, and we will get back to like, cause I know somebody had asked about our thoughts on, on Sasha Banks record at WrestleMania. So we'll, we'll, we'll get back to Don't that. Ask about that. Don't give me that shit. You Let's just get that out of the way right now. She puts people over. Good for her. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, star. she makes new stars. I mean, I will, I will say this. I was worried that Sasha was going to win. I wasn't. Cause I had, I, I would have bet the house and farm on, on Bianca. Yeah. Here's why. 
when Sasha normally loses, when no- when she's going into a losing effort, Sasha tends to have what some would call boo-boo face. Like, she wrestles differently losing than she does winning. And this match felt like a Sasha Banks win until she lost. You swerve you, bro. <laughs> like she she felt as though she cared more about this match than like any other losing match she's ever had. Is it the WrestleMania main event aspect of it? Probably. Is it the history that it's two black women in the main event of WrestleMania? Absolutely, probably absolutely. But still, it's a different Sasha Banks than I'm used to seeing. So I'm like, oh, Sasha doesn't have boo-boo face. She's winning. And I wanted Sasha to win. Like, I, or not, I didn't want Sasha to win. Sorry. Expunge that. You wanted Bianca not, to win. You I thought Sasha be- might. I have been a Bianca Belair fan since day zero. And like, but like, I swore Sasha was going to win. Like, since I, I should have found a way. I'm day, day one-ish, man. Day one-ish on Bianca. She goes hard in the paint. My favorite, my favorite couple in the history of wrestling right now, like right now, Montez and Bianca are fighting for the number one spot of greatest couple in wrestling ever. Uh, I mean, what I'll say to, to I'll, Sa- yeah, go ahead. What I'll say to Sasha's record is kind of the, the same stat I brought up about Shawn Michaels, Mister WrestleMania six and eleven. There's a winner, there's a loser. You know, I, I don't think it matters that Sasha's zero and six. I, I really don't. Um, you know, it, it it's 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 an it's a non-factor to me. And I mean, even because how many how many like triple threats or tag team matches like was she a part of the fall and all of those too? Like, uh, one was the one was the Andre Battle Royal. Yeah. <laughs> one was the Fatal Four Way Tag, and Bailey ate the fall. Right. The triple threat women's match. She might have taken the fall on that one. Yeah, I don't remember. With her, it was Charlotte, Becky. Uh, Charlotte, Becky, Sasha at 32. Yeah. And then. Yeah, I can't I can't even remember. Yeah, I don't I I don't think I don't think it's much of an issue. But but back to the um one nights versus two nights. Um the question of the week, of course, the the three count question of the week. Um, you know, we've we've seen two two odd years, uh, you know, a performance center WrestleMania, a partial capacity WrestleMania held over two nights. Um the original press release uh showed uh, April 3rd, 2022, as the date of WrestleMania Dallas. The promos during WrestleMania showed April 2022. So, um, I guess technically up in the air um, for our countdown's sake. I'm operating off the original press release. If that changes, I will change it when it happens. Um, but, because I think there's there's a belief that, you know, WWE is still possibly exploring the idea of... of making a two-night WrestleMania a constant uh, thing moving forward. We will remain to, to see that. But, my, but the question of the week was simply, to you, should WrestleMania 
uh, be one night or two nights uh, moving forward. Is there anybody that would like to kick us off? Go ahead, Ryan. Ryan, go ahead. It's it's one night. As a fan, you get your expectations up, your excitement, up, and you just never get to replicate that the following night. It's never ever going to happen. It didn't happen for a takeover where night one far exceeded the expectations of night two. It didn't happen for WrestleMania. I don't think it happened last year for WrestleMania. You get your excitement up and you you get you get what you get. And then to do it again the next night, it's it's redundant. It's it's tiring to have to do it again as a fan. We're talking about the granddaddy of them all, WrestleMania. This show should be longer than four hours. To break it into two, three-hour shows, then it's just another paper. People are acting like a five-hour WrestleMania is that fucking long. It should be a big thing. We got together. We always celebrated WrestleMania. We got pizza. We made fucking chicken dip. That's what you do. It's WrestleMania. Who wants to do that shit twice? I don't want to have to put pants on twice. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Once in a weekend, damn it. That's it. That's all I want to put pants on for. Matt's not going to us over twice. He's got a kid. (laughs) (laughs) Pants were optional the first night. The second night, they were mandatory. Not now. Not with the kid in the picture. We also got to wear pants. (laughs) (laughs) Keep it one night. Stupid to do two nights. It's WrestleMania. So it's a little bit longer. Shut the fuck up or don't watch it. Gosh. Thanks, Jim. Now on to you, Tim. <laughs> Ryan's upset. Still. WrestleMania has to be two nights. Get him off the screen. <laughs> WrestleMania. WrestleMania. The last two WrestleManias are WWE's first one was circumstance. They had to play with the sure. cards they were dealt. They could only have a certain amount of people in the building at, at one time. They had to rotate people in and out. It was a cluster mock night. This one was really Wrestle WWE's first attempt at a legit two-night WrestleMania. WrestleMania 2 was weird for being in three different places at the same time. WrestleMania 1 was weird. But by WrestleMania 3, it was like the biggest show in the history of shows. The ability you have with two nights, storytelling-wise, in the ring, it also stretches out the WrestleMania moment aspect. How big would have Sasha and Bianca been had it not been the main event and had to go on before Roman Edge and uh, Daniel Bryan. Because there's no way Roman's not main eventing. Correct. So. I I don't buy that. Start the I, night with Bianca. Really? The moment I, I, Bianca. You absolutely have Bianca Be- Belair. The WWE. The Rumble, just the same. Yeah, but the, du- the WWE is going to take their three biggest comeback stories ever. Edge. Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns, 
in a triple threat match for the universal for the universal title that's not main eventing in 2021 when you have the option to put two black women main eventing for your championship absolutely it's not main eventing it's main eventing it's main event you can be wrong twice in your segment that's fine i don't care <laughs> that's fine you, you, we can agree to disagree all you, all we want i love you to death i do too and i love me and soon and we're going to be you. able to like soon we're almost there i know i can't wait look t- matches threw up i'll even grab i'll even grab your butt <laughs> um oh, and, but, but either way um why am i coming night two or two two nights of wrestlemania gives you more opportunity to make the moments that happen on each night memorable and have a better impact than they would if it was all on one night if they were all on one night some things would get lost in the shuffle imagine having bobby lashley make drew mcintyre pass out cesaro wins uh, almost has his debut. Shane McMahon does an inside out bump off the top rope. Bad Bunny shows out. Bianca wins. The Fiend and Alexa do weird, spooky stuff. Kevin Owens stuns Logan Paul. And that matches Roman it on Reigns. WrestleMania. No then. idea who that and is. And Roman Reigns, like, that's nine moments in two manias. And none of them would feel special because they would all be together. Split them up. I mean, half the moments that you mentioned aren't that special. They're WrestleMania-esque moments, though. That's going to put Logan Paul in the Hall of Fame one day, so. I bet next year at this time, nobody will know who uh, Paul Hogan is. I mean, Logan Paul. That's Crocodile Dundee. You watch it. Logan Paul might be. Who the the hell is this? He might even be. uh, He's equal or equal to. he's, He's close to on par with bad bunny as far as recognizable outside of wrestling on youtube well no i mean bad bunny doubles him on twitter right but does he i'm pretty i think close he trended for a while because he kicked the shit out of what nate robinson and that celeb boxing thing wasn't that his brother that's the the dead body guy right and like japan or whatever so Bad Bunny has 2.9 million followers on Twitter. Okay, I was wrong. Then I had these numbers flipped. Fuck me. Logan Paul has 5.9 million on Twitter. I fucked that one up. That's on me. <laughs> yep, yep. It's okay. You can be wrong twice on my segment. <laughs> That's my first. That's my first. <laughs> I've been right so far. But like... They reach different audiences. Logan Paul definitely reaches out to like the younger wrestling fan. Like I can't wait to see what Logan Paul's or or hear. I'm not. I I do not subscribe to Logan Paul. I don't necessarily care for his content unless he's doing Pokemon cards, and then I'm in. <laughs> but but his vlog on WrestleMania, easy five million views, easy ten million views. So many free eyes on the WWE product. Yeah. Not even fun. Not even like halfway funny. Like, uh, and, and he sold the, he sold the shit out of that stunner too. Yeah. Like, sure did. like a, like a champ. Um, but just like two nights spreads out, makes moments feel more special 
in their in their time and WWE just needs to find a way to like make the storytelling the build up to WrestleMania like for example Asuka and Rhea Ripley had two weeks of build um Roman Roman Daniel Bryan and Edge had I mean they had like two months but it really didn't come together till the last month. Right. Sam Zayn and Kevin Owens got smashed together for no reason. Sheamus and thing, got if, if you make together. it one night, there's there's like I don't think Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are necessarily on WrestleMania. Right. They're in about they're if it's one night, six five of these matches are getting condensed into a Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Right. Or they're on Fast Lane in WrestleMania Backlash. All right, so I mean, looking over, there's probably five matches we can do without anyway. So, sorry, tag team turmoil match, but you did right. But, but tag team turmoil is like the. I can understand why tag team turmoil gets on the card because there is no women's battle royal. Right, right. The tag team turmoil plays the part of the women's battle royal. Right. Which, I mean, technically the men's battle royal wasn't even a part of this WrestleMania either. I know it was part of WrestleMania SmackDown, but... Which I think should be the way they do it from now on. You might as well. I, you I might want, as well. I don't want matches on the pre-show. I, that, that, that I actually liked, because here's the thing. And, and this is... And, and Matt, Mark, we'll get to, to, to your take on the question, but my thought is make it one night, don't put matches on the pre-show. Make the pre-show a build. Play the, uh, you know, play the promo packages. Play, you know, have interviews with superstars as they're getting ready. You know, have the have the cut have the, uh, the the pre-show panel and their preparation for the night. Don't have matches. Use SmackDown on Friday as your, you know, your kickoff, your pre-show matches, whatever, and then you have a nine match card 10 match card that is going to be substantial for wrestlemania and, and make it one night so it's four and a half five hours you know if people on saturday you run nxt on saturday you run nxt go back to that one night of nxt one night of wrestlemania because you know i i don't i don't take last year into account because last year is really kind of this weird anomaly in and of itself three weeks into a pandemic and and they're two months into a wrestlemania build whatever you know so this year they, they do the two-night thing and i get it so you can sell fifty thousand tickets instead of 25 but to me you know i look at takeover night one was great second night felt like a freaking it, it was a letdown and maybe it's because i set my sights too high after night one same thing with wrestlemania wrestlemania saturday Loved it. Came off feeling high. Whatever. Sunday, and again, whether it was the way the, the first match panned out and I thought it was a weird way to start, but the rest of the night, a little bit wonky. It just, it, the Sunday Sunday didn't do it for me until, really, until the main event. And, and you know, so, and, and to me, that says it should be one night. I would rather have one, you know, good, pretty good borderline it was it great was it not great night of wrestlemania instead of dude night one really cool really awesome night two 
oh man, that that was kind of a letdown. It rolls reversed. If night one doesn't feel good, but night two feels great, you come off going, hell, we can do this every year. But I'd rather just have one card that that, that presents me good. Yes, Tim. Before- how, how many times have we had one WrestleMania that absolutely like stunk out loud? 32. And we're just like, ugh. <laughs> Fuck and you, Zack Ryder. bummed out we were. 32. Fuck like, you, Zack Ryder. <laughs> I think 32 was the 25. Reason. 25 is bad. Uh, 29 bad? Nine is bad. Oh, my God. 29 was bad for the for the simple reason. Like, please. You want to <laughs> torture me? Sit me down and make me watch Triple H Brock Lesnar from WrestleMania 29. <laughs> Sounds I like was, a watch-along. Yeah, there he- I was there live, <laughs> and I have never been more bored of wrestling in my life so like 35 35 was good long but good 34 i thought was good 33 good 33 was fantastic um roller coaster right roller coaster was great 32 meh 32 30 were good so i mean like every few years you have kind of a i didn't like 32 but um the build was so fucking zach Ryder. god damn it um (laughs) But so I mean every what handful of years 25 29 32 there's only 3 years but every 3 to 5 years you're going to have a clunker You also have to think it's over with in one night than to stretch it out over two Yeah I I just I like one night I do I mean it's any big spectacle has to be wrapped up in one night for me like the Super Bowl coverage and everything is like an eight hour ordeal but i mean people still get together and watch it and aren't like oh man get this over with by like the fourth quarter like can you imagine halftime of the super bowl they're like all right guys see you tomorrow <laughs> what halftime show will start <laughs> you get five the weekend songs and then he will sing five more five more tomorrow and you get the second <laughs> half. The second half so to me, it anything big like that always is going to have to be one night. Like the Oscars, same thing. Like they drag on, but I I wouldn't want them to stretch out over two nights. But then, that's comparing wrestling to sports and entertainment. I made it full circle. Okay, <laughs> but then you also have I wouldn't necessarily call an award show entertainment per se. I would look at WrestleMania being a concert of some sort. So you mean to tell me that like the multiple two, three day long festival type shows? I never attend one of those. Never. Okay, take your hippie patchouli wearing ass out of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's go set up a tent and not fucking shower for it. Get out of here. Yeah, like the the Bonnaroo's, the Fireflies have just never. I mean, I, I went to like Creation Fests when I was in in high school. I have no interest in doing that at thirty six years old. Way too old for that. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not say, that. But I'm not saying that. Like, I, I'm not saying that we go to that. But I'm also saying like sometimes. Do you, know you know who does that really well? NASCAR, and they show different events every night. So do it and show NXT one night and show WrestleMania the next. They don't stop the race halfway through. They give you one different race and then they give you a whole other race the next night. 
You can bring your fucking tent and your pop-up camper and all of the beverages and, and your right, And Riker will be there, too. That's, Uncle. But that's the, that's the difference, is, like, what you're talking about with, like, NASCAR or football or anything else, that's one action. Like, the Daytona 500 does not have a stop at 250 laps or 250 miles and say, okay, this is it, and then the other half. Wrestling, you had seven whole matches, and then you had seven more whole matches. And what happens in the first match of night one has zero bearing on the last match of night two. So those are all interchangeable. There's not one thing that happens. WrestleMania is the encompassing of 14 different things happening at the same 14 different things happening in a row. Not one thing that happens over the course of a four hour time frame. Are you the person that would rather watch shows when they're released one week at a time and not just binge it and get it over with? If they provide it to me in a way that I can binge it, I choose to. Like the WWE should do. But I also can respect the anticipation you get waiting week after week, especially if the stories are good and what they're trying to tell you, the story they're trying to take you through is worth grabbing a hold of. The the seven-day wait... Nothing like it. I just, I, 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 Mark, be the voice of reason. yeah, Mark. What do you got? You, you've been very. Well, I was watching Bruce. Uh, there's a storm coming on the bayous, and Bruce yeah. is bringing in the about a twelve foot alligator. I think he's got him. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> you know, if we stop calling him intern Mark and we actually make him a part of the show, he might actually pay attention. You'd have to pay him. Oh, I was, yeah, I we'd was have to pay him, Tim, and, and then, oh, you know. Yeah. Not enough people are going I... to whatamaneuver.net and buying merch and going to Collar and Elbow brand and using our promo code. And What shirt? What shirts can you buy at Collar and – or not Collar and Elbow, but What a Maneuver? Uh, well, I mean, you can get the uh, you can get the, the belt logo. You can get the 3CF and T logo. And then, of course, there's the, the new classic, the – I'm a sausage guy. I mean that one's a that one's a I mean Felicia That's looks great in that one. Yeah, did she That's ever? True. She did. Okay, so literally, so I messed up. I didn't have the graphic ready. Oh no! So I tried to switch over. So we're just gonna pretend that didn't happen. We're gonna do it again. Okay, so you can get the like the belt logo. You can get uh-huh. the three CF and T logo, or you can get the. I'm a sausage guy. That 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 one's a everybody loves that one. <laughs> there we go. Very I'm good. I'm a sausage guy. Maybe we'll get the new logo. I'm 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 working on that. I think the new logo would look sharp on a tee. Oh, I'd like that a lot. Working on it. I think I think I want to like re- I so inside baseball. I think I want to redo our social media um our social media banners on our lower thirds by re like taking this logo and making like the three count our names and the Thursday our Twitter handle. Ooh. We keep the exclamation point. I like what you're doing there. Ooh. Um Ooh. But yeah, as of um but you know that's the debate. We'll, we will obviously see if um Thanks for your input, Mark. I, it's got to be uh, one Alligator. 
There you go. Yeah, he's talking about alligators. alligators right. Shit. Sorry. <laughs> the like uh, I said, I was really excited about the two nights. I was looking forward to it, but by the time that second night started rolling, I just I didn't have the same excitement. It kind of lost something. Not saying it wasn't a good night. It was a good night, and uh, I think part of it too had to do with it was the ninety day fiance tell all, and I didn't watch that. I watched WrestleMania, so my interest. I was who the, who the hell is this? What the hell is even that? Uh, uh, all right. Yeah. Um, now, one night. One night. Like one intern night. Mark says one night. Um, intern Mark down for one night. So this, looking looking ahead, uh, this is a question I want to get to. Who should be the one to dethrone Roman Reigns at this point? Mark. Cesaro, Ooh. Matt. Uh, I'm. I like that pick. I was gonna say Keith Lee, um, but I, I wouldn't mind Cesaro. Like that. Like that. Tim. Oh, Brock Lesnar. Ooh, Ryan. Oh, I could see that. I I could see either of those two, and I just I need to say how um, truthfully fickle professional wrestling fans are because uh, I saw a smattering of people bitching that Brock Lesnar did not come back for WrestleMania. The guy that uh, we bitched and moaned about is a part-timer um, and we don't want we have an entire WrestleMania full-timers other than Bad Bunny and you have the balls to bitch that Brock Lesnar is not here. So uh, you know what? I'm going to stick with uh, Cesaro. I, I called him underutilized um, and the real diamond uh, that uh, needs to be shined. So Cesaro. Uh, I would like Cesaro. That would be a lot of fun. Uh, Brock could be could be an interesting one as well. Um, I also think if Drew McIntyre ended up uh, on the other side via a, a, a trade, or if uh, or if Lashley would uh, lose the Drew. WWE title and ended up on uh, on SmackDown, then Bobby could uh, could be the guy. <laughs> I'm surprised none of you guys are talking about the Fiend. I don't, I don't want, want I don't want him with the title anymore. I don't want that. I don't want it. I don't want it. He doesn't need it. Raw character for sure. Definitely don't need it. Um and if then wins and losses don't matter to the fiend. Belts don't. Is there a match? I, I I put this up on social media. We don't have to go long form on it. Um sitting here today in, in April the fifteenth, what if if you have a match in your mind that could or should main event if WrestleMania goes back to one night next year, do you, do you have a match in mind that should mean event? Oh, I should have had this one queued up earlier. And it changes my answer of who I want to dethrone Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns versus Big E. Mm. Oh, okay. I like that. I like that one a lot. Shane McMahon versus Damian Priest. <laughs> Piss them both off. With Jay Balvin in his corner. Mama mia! Who are you pissing off with a Damian Priest match again? I'm just curious. Oh, are you are you pro Damian Priest now? I am 100 Damian Priest and Karrion Cross. That's perfect. That's fine. <laughs> I hate you guys. Keep uh, that up. I'm taking my kiss away. Oh. I'm still touching your butt though. <laughs> uh, Mark. Uh, or- no, actually, let me rephrase that for real though. Uh, Bobby Lashley 
Bobby and Brock Lesnar. I like it. Uh, Matt or Mark. We are um, finally going to get the Orton versus Cena versus Ric Flair for the 17th <laughs> title. <laughs> what a match. <laughs> Mark. Wouldn't, boy, uh, wouldn't that be something? What if uh, what if we had Walter come over from uh, NXT uh, UK and challenge uh, Roman Reigns? Tim loves Walter. Wants to see that. Tim loves Walter. Baby Huey. <laughs> Baby, Baby New, New Year. Year. <laughs> Baby New Year. So is that that's your that's your WrestleMania main event? Well, no, not necessarily. I'm okay. just picking that around. Honestly, I really would like to see Cesaro in the main event. I think it, it's way past his time to be in the main event. Way past that. I still think the fans would get behind him. They have a year to build him up and build this. But I, I could see him definitely headlining a WrestleMania. All right. Uh, for me, I'm going to go. I'm going to go four horsewomen versus four horsewomen. The, the the match that's been rumored and talked about and all of that for years. I say Ronnie's coming back and she's going to get her, for her four horsewomen together and uh, we're going to have the WWE's four horsewomen. That's going to be your main event. That could be a Survivor Series. Could be. Could be. I'll give it. To, I'll give it to WrestleMania though. That feels like a big. That feels like a WrestleMania Same. moment, in and of itself. Which night of WrestleMania is that going on? Uh, the one and only. Also, night one. <laughs> right, WrestleMania Sunday. The period. Ricochet night. Oh, that's night two though. WrestleMania Sunday is night no, two. The one. WrestleMania Saturday is to NXT Takeover. No, that's <laughs> Wednesday, the whole Thursday. thing. <laughs> Who <Tuesday>. cares? <laughs> Who gives? Right. We're... Who gives the Hall of Fame in there? Oh no, Hall of Fame would actually be Thursday now because Takeover will be Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh, right, right. Did anybody watch the Hall of Fame this year? No. It was so disappointing. No. Oh, it was horrendous. I watched it. It was terrible. Right, because Brie Bella got into the Hall of Fame. It's terribly disappointing. They gave everyone like five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it was awful. Boy, that NWO one was just trash. Well, it was so bad. Well, well, yeah, brother, who was in it? <laughs> How much does it hurt you, Jim, that Brie Bella will be a Hall of Famer and Natty will not be? Natty will be. Are you kidding? Nah. Yeah, yes, her. Absolutely will. Yeah, She's going to be, be the first time three-time Hall of Famer. Nah. She's going in by herself. She's going in with, with, with Beth Phoenix. <laughs> and then and the Heart Foundation. In, she'll go in with the... Uh, She'll go in. She'll find a way to go in by herself again. <laughs> she should go in by herself twice. <laughs> she'll get um, the warrior award one year. So there is, oh, there's on. one cool thing. There is one cool thing about the hall of fame is the video package they did for Kane. Yes. Uh, with Chevelle. Yeah. So good. Chevelle seeing red with Kane and his career retrospective. It, just took me back to a time when WWE did video packages. So great, good. Which is literally when Chevelle like, was a band. <laughs> oh my god. Chevelle, I think Chevelle's making new music. Yeah, Charlie told me Chevelle's making new music. Really? Again. Yeah. That was, was almost as good as again. my sacrifice. Dude, those met that my sacrifice stuff. I, I didn't say as good, almost as good. It's up there. It's close. Mine sacrifice. 
Yeah. Um. All right. So, I think we have a new a new segment to to talk about. We do. Ooh. We do. Tim, do you want to do you want to kind of share this with the with the world? I will. I will. So we we little inside baseball, Jones. Uh, we're always trying to talk and find ways to um, shake things up for the podcast, coming up with new ideas. And, and we are always. We're not. Yeah. Okay. Some of us. Some of us might be. All right. We'll put our. We'll put it over. We're always. Yeah, some we'll of us might over. be. You may not be, but some it of us might be, be. It may not be an everyday. I knew anything, the question of the say, week this week. I did my job. <laughs> I would say. The- I, I took I took five pages of notes about Raw After Mania because I thought we were going to talk about what a shit show that was. <laughs> it was bad. Well, you can blame five the WWE pages. You could you can blame the WWE for firing like half the roster today. That's true. That. Uh, Raw After Mania thing sucks. <laughs> they all do. Yeah, that was the That's whole thing. The surprise. They whole all thing su- whole thing sucked. Um, so. But in a way to kind of shake things up, we always we always kind of do like a year end awards um, for us at like the actual year's end. But starting this week, the five of us are working together to give you not only the three count Thursday wrestler of the week, but we're also working towards giving you the three count Thursday wrestler of the year. So every week, the five of us will bring forward three wrestlers who we think earned the week or won the week Um, in order. First, second, third, they would win point earn points uh, to, to claim the week and the top four point getters from that earn points towards the overall standings for the year. Um, so to put it into perspective, giving you just the quick and dirty from our our uh, talks behind the scenes, and of course, starting next week, we'll actually do these live in front of you all. Um, Bianca Belair, Belair is our week one winner. Uh, and in such, if the year ended today, Bianca Belair would be our wrestler of the year. But unfortunately, uh, it doesn't. So... Um, but this this uh, this week, uh, our week will go from Thursday to Wednesday to cover the entire wrestling week. Um, since Thursday is officially like our first day, so it'll give us the opportunity to count SmackDown through or Impact if we wanted to go back and watch Impact while we're here, which we do all the time. Which we do always on Twitch, TV slash Impact Wrestling. Um, but. Bianca Belair was the top winner. Second place went to Roman Reigns. Third place went to Cesaro. And there was a tie at fourth place with Raquel Gonzalez and Sheamus. So all of them make it to the wrestler of the year tally. There's scores and everything. And I have a spreadsheet that is uh, actually viewable We'll probably we could probably put a link of it up on the Three Count Thursday website. That sounds like a um, great idea. Yeah, this will be a living document. Anyone can see this at any time. The rules are listed at the top of the page to tell you about the points breakdown. It's color coded by wrestling promotion uh, for all the wrestlers. 
Um, so it, it's it, it's really a labor of love for me because it, it's literally matching uh, some of my favorite things, which is uh, wrestling statistics and spreadsheets, and they go hand in hand. God bless you, Tim. <laughs> I know. I'm God, a big nerd. God bless I'm, you. I'm a big effing nerd. So you know, you you kind of gave you know who receives points, but let's go around and and you know who who voted what what ways this week um so for me i i had roman at number one um just the culmination of the feud um and the build-up and and the main event you know and, and literally pins two people uh bianca a close second for me and um uh raquel gonzalez was my number three uh matt what was your th- top three this week um i had bianca belair one Cesaro as two, and then Roman Reigns as three. Intern Mark. I had Bianca at one. I believe I put Cesaro at two and Reigns at three, if I remember correctly. That's right. Very good. Uh, Tim. I had Bianca Belair at one, Roman Reigns at two, and Sheamus at three. Ryan. I had the same as Matt and Mark, different order, though. I had Bianca Belair one, Roman Reigns two, Cesaro three. And so to give you all a breakdown of how those points work, every first place vote is five points. Every second place vote is three and every third place vote is one. Those points are added up across all five of us to give us the rankings for the week. And then depending on how you slate out for the week, you get points to go towards the overall totals because there's going to be times where we're picking different people and sometimes like we'll have somebody on our list that nobody else does and they'll get at the bottom of the barrel but they won't get counted towards the actual wrestler of the year tally yeah so um you know i think this is going to be a fun way not only to uh to see week to week uh who we think our best performers are but then uh, to keep track and, and kind of help us keep us attached to uh, new and current wrestling each week. Because I think sometimes um, with everything going on, and, and quite frankly, you know what? This week, um, I mean, I didn't catch NXT Live or AEW Live, but I just found it easier to absorb um, NXT on demand, AEW on demand when they're not on the same night. Um, so quite frankly, I, I, I like the way the week is set up now um versus the way it was set up before uh especially because a lot of the other tv shows that i watch happen to fall on wednesday night so um there was like three chicago shows a million little things i think what the goldbergs is on wednesdays plus two wrestling shows like wednesday was a heavy night so um i actually really enjoyed it being spread out and i think this will help me um at least kind of stay up on uh and and keeping track of everything that's going on so i am looking uh I'm looking forward to this. This this is a fun, uh, fun going to be a fun segment, and hopefully we'll have some fun little jingle meisters going on here uh, as it comes to it in in the coming weeks. So everybody can stay tuned uh, on that one uh, as well. So uh, we will have to uh, we will revisit that each and every week uh, <clears throat> here on the show. Um, the three count ranking of the week <laughs> there done. It there it is. Perfect. Um, and only two items, guys, in the news uh, I have this week. Um, WWE President and Chief Revenue Officer uh, Nick Khan recently spoke 
uh, to Variety. Uh, to talk about WrestleMania, indicated the WWE will be making an announcement on a return to touring soon. Uh, he said there are plans uh, and to stay tuned, but just know that once we're back on the road, we're back on the road full time. We're not looking to do other one-offs. Um, this, of course, is WrestleMania. We felt it needed to be uh, done for the fans. Look for news coming soon. Uh, it's uh, It's been reported by multiple sources. WWE has had no plans uh, to return to touring our events uh, with fans until the second half of this year. Uh, so we will uh, keep an eye out for that. Um, and then, of course, uh, if you tuned into the Raw After Mania, you had noticed and uh, WWE uh, announced on Monday that Adnan Verk uh, will make his, uh, made his debut as the new play-by-play voice of Monday Night Raw. Um, he uh, it comes from the uh, MLB Network, ESPN. Uh, he will continue his on-air host role uh, um, MLB Network uh, for this season, uh, joined, of course, by Corey Graves and Byron Saxton. Uh, Tom Phillips, now the new host of 205 Live, will also oversee special projects uh, for WWE programming on Peacock uh, and at the Performance Center in Orlando. Um, he also remains in his role as senior manager of on-air talent. Um, Samoa Joe, in the release, said that he was still part of the talent roster. We know uh, about that. Um, no news as of right now on the SmackDown commentary team. We'll see if anything is announced tomorrow, or is this going to remain um, Cole and Graves? But we will see that uh, tomorrow. Uh, quite frankly, I, I thought he did a really good job for his first uh, first night on Monday. Always enjoyed him on College Football Final on ESPN, um, and just provide a little bit of a different voice. I enjoyed him. That's the news. Anybody got anything else? For the week? I do. I want to run through this shit real, real quick. Go ahead. Raw after Manias really are. <laughs> They're Go. not good at all. I was shocked. Jim, right, because that... said something on Twitter about it. They're not good. Right, because we, you know, and, and again, the WWE, to possibly to their own detriment, and I think you pointed that out, Ryan, is that, you know, they've, they've made a WWE documentary about it, and they talk about how crazy the crazy the night after wrestlemania is it's our new year it's the new start it's the fresh start and really i mean the crowd plays does play a huge part into that like let, sure. let's you know and and this year of course without the crowd again but my my question that i brought up on on twitter is like if we go back and look at raw after mania and and i don't exactly remember when that entity kind of took on a life of its own but if we go like back was when enzo and Cass got called up like that was the one they made the episode about. But let's go back even just in the last decade. Oh sure, because I know like didn't Lesnar return on one? Um, yeah, there's return a lot of returns. So typically. like, but but how good were the shows? Not good. Last year, Oscar uh, wrestled Liv Morgan, uh, Apollo Cruz, Alistair Black, um, Street Profits wrestled Garza and Anthony. Bianca Belair wrestled Zelina Vega. Then they all tagged together in a six-person tag match. Very WWE. Um, Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch was called up for one match, so it wasn't a real call-up. Seth Rollins wrestled Daniel Dejolnay from NXT. That's the only time I've ever heard his name. I have no idea who that is. Nia Jax returned from her ACL injury, and the big surprise was the big show. I mean, keep in mind, last year, again, kind of in its own. 2019, um, so this was 33. 
Would have been after what year? Oh, no, this was after 35. We're after 35. This was after 35. The big debut, Lars Sullivan. <laughs> um, Bobby Lashley uh, handles Dean Ambrose in his last WWE Bobby! Two sound effects at once. Um, Dana Brooke cut a promo. That was highlighted in the area that I saw. <laughs> um, the Undertaker returned. So that was the big moment because he wasn't at Mania. Uh, Kofi Kingston wrestled Seth Rollins in a winner-take-all match that everybody hated and ended in a DQ. 2018, we had the debut of No Way Jose, the debut of Ember Moon in a tag match, uh, the return of Jeff Hardy and Bobby Lashley. Uh, Bobby! Had AOP revival, just a ton of tag team matches. 2017 had the raw return of the Hardy Boys after they returned at Mania. Okay. Um, the revival got called up, and Emma made her return. That's it. Oof. They're not great. I think everybody thinks this is a big, big moment. They're not good at all. I think what makes Raw after Mania is the crowd. Correct. Now, 2017 was the Roman. This is my yard now. Promo. Good. Yeah. Great so start to that, that show. Was a moment. But again, that's all fan based, right? Like Emma coming back. <laughs> um, yeah, and I mean, we're it, talking tag team main events. It's it's a raw. A lot. A lot of them are WrestleMania rematches, thrown together tag matches, and again, I mean, you ha- you have a you have a hot crowd, and you have, generally speaking, a return slash call up or two. Vince, I think, announced the superstar shakeup on one or two of these. This was the one Kurt Angle came back to run Raw. Okay. But, uh, yeah, this one, I mean, this one wasn't good. I'm not giving this one a pass. What, this year? They, yeah, oh, yeah, this year was trash. Oh, yeah. They've been I mean, stinkers before. It was, right, it was a, it was a average Raw at best. And it happened to fall the night after WrestleMania. And and again, I, part of I, I think part of the reason it, it 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 stunk more. No crowd. That's you went from two nights in front of a, a a a you know a limited capacity crowd. You're back in the Thunderdome. It stinks. It is what it is. The pandemic sucks. Um, you know we've seen fallout from various independent situations uh, this week with as it pertains to the pandemic. So. Um, you know, the Thunderdome stinks, but it's safer than certain alternatives. <laughs> I mean, um, there was a lot, let me and there was a lot of maskless people in that WrestleMania crowd on the floor. I know that much. Collectively speaking, I think there was a lot of Co- maskless yeah, people. That, that's a good way. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Collectively speaking, but yeah, um, you know, hopefully by next year we'll be able to have people in a in a crowd for the raw after mania so even if the raw stinks the crowd might still be good <laughs> um didn't want your work to go uh to go unnoticed i wasn't gonna right? let it go we I, I that's good i'm proud of you I'm proud of you i don't take notes very often you certainly don't so ryan since you don't even care don't follow me i don't give a shit <laughs> next <laughs> next mark hi boys oh man let's see here it's uh this weekend coming up. Bye, 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 Bobby! Did they find him yet? I don't think they did. Oh, They're still Bobby. looking. 
the uh, springtime at Hershey Park is one more weekend. So, uh, if any, were you guys there this past weekend? Because it was just great on Sunday. No, God no. Day to be there. And uh, I think I may pick up that. Um, oh, not that, that. What's that? A uh, steam pot thing there? Not the crock pot. Matt, I think you have one of those in your kitchen. The Instapot? The, uh, the Instapot. I'm thinking about grabbing the Instapot, so that'll be exciting. But I will hang s- in there. A- I'll say this. I don't know if it's because, like, we just bought it, so it's, like, the cool new toy. Like, I don't know if I'm, like, Tony Khan doing this with my favorite new signing or not. But the uh, the air fryer has gotten use every day. I fucking... That thing is great. Absolutely love it. Um... Matt, got anything to plug? Uh, yeah, you can follow the Three Count Thursday Instagram page. The other week, uh, we took off due to WrestleMania, but we were back doing our Woman of the Week feature. But we did have an update of the Woman of the Year rankings. So the top four right now are Jordan Blue, Freya the Slayer, Marina Tucker, and Rachel Rose. So um, keep voting, keep liking the posts. That's at Three Count Thursday. You can follow me on Twitter at 3CT Affiliate, and you can hear me every other Wednesday on the WizWit podcast talking all things Philly sports. Very good. Tim, what do you got? Uh, just adding up the tool man across all platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, uh, you know, the whole deal. If you're on TikTok, send me TikToks. I don't think um, If you enjoy me here, uh, catch me on other podcasts. Uh, Final Wrestling Place drops Mondays at midnight. Uh, this season, well, actually... Uh, last two episodes, we've done a two-part salute to WrestleMania where we built the ultimate good place and bad place WrestleMania cards. Um, but this season coming up, starting on Monday, um, we're covering graduations. And we'll leave it at that. Um, but also we do a, a live recap podcast um, after every WWE, AEW, and NXT pay-per-view. Our next one will be WrestleMania Backlash? Question mark. Uh, May 16th. Um, you can follow those at Final Place Pod and at VC on North-South, um, respectively, on the Twitter. Um, but other than that, guys, be good, be safe, uh, continue to take care of yourselves, and uh, kiss your homies, man. Only when fully vaccinated two weeks after your shot. But then, yeah, open mouth kissing, butt grabbing, whatever the hell Tim's getting into over there. But uh, you can follow me at Big Jim Sports. Make sure you're following the show at 3 Count Thursday, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Go to 3CountThursday.com. Make sure you're subscribed on all podcast platforms. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Amazon Music, all of them. Rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube as well. Go to our merchandise page at whatamaneuver.net. Make sure you check out our home network, NGSC Sports at NGSCSports.com. Our secondary network, the Leib Sports and Music Network, L-E-E-I-B Sports.com. And you'll hear from our sponsor as the show gl- closes out. Until next week, everyone, stay safe, stay smart, and go for the pin. Recount Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website, arenaeats.app, that's arenaeats.app, for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. 
How do you place your order?